Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Welcome back. It's Tuesday, January 9th, 2024. Wow. Welcome to the new year. Yes. And this is our first episode of On the Line uh, of the New Year. I'm Corey Mall here with Olivia Ekbenet. Yes. Looking very fall still. Feeling very fall. It's cold now. Like it, the temperatures in Austin are, it's just like really well, cold in today the Today it dropped. Yes. yes. Yeah. Windy dropped. last night. It's been a little, a little crazy. So yeah. I'm actually like embracing the fall weather. Yeah. So I'm trying to embrace that as well. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> On today's episode, we're going to rewind the weekend. We'll dive into the mile split 50. We'll examine a ridiculous national record from the past, and then we'll outline what's happening this weekend, including our national meet of the week, the VA Showcase. Uh, let's start off the new year right. If you listen to our episodes on our site uh, or on Spotify, please give us a follow. Please give us a rating. It would help us immensely. Olivia, new year. Yes. New you. As Shakira would say, better me, you know, <laughs> new year, better me. So that's kind of where I'm at. What's your new year's resolution? I uh, see. I don't really do new year's resolutions. However, if you follow me on social media, I made my very first vision board ever. Yeah. So I put some things on there that I'm like looking to achieve. So running mm -hmm. a full marathon is on there. Okay. Just embracing just challenges and all the things. So I think just okay. being a better version of myself is kind okay. of what I'm striving for. But how okay. about for you? Don't sweat the small stuff. Oh, I love that. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff, I think, uh, that can, like, get in the way of you just, you know, being you. Yeah. And not letting all that stuff sort of, like, really sink in and not sweating some of the external stuff that, like, gets in the way. Sometimes. I love so that. Just going to love that, try, Corey. try not to sweat the small stuff. Yeah, that's great. Much, so. I love that. Uh, it is a resolution. Yes. So it doesn't mean it'll always happen, <laughs> but, <laughs> but uh, you know, we can dream. All right, let's jump into the weekend, and we're going to start first with one thing that impressed us this weekend. What was it? For me, it was a gentleman that really just took everything by storm over this weekend. If you don't know Hudson Elaine from Brentwood High School in Tennessee, I need you to just look him up on Mile Split. He just did a fantastic job at the KYA High School Indoor Classic. He, The track is also a 300-meter track, so I want to preface this that, too. But he clocked a, a lifetime best and a new U.S. number one performance in the 400 meters where he went 47-17, which I think is super spectacular just thinking about where we are in 
this time of the indoor season. It's literally January. We have two more months left of the indoor season. Can you believe like how fast mm -hmm. the season goes? But the fact that he went 47 low to kind of kick things off, I'm excited to see what he's going to do as the season just continues to open up a little bit more. He also won the 200 meters with a 21.60. He finished fifth in the hurdles uh, with a new personal best of 840. So he was just... And in all aspects, we're doing the hurdles, we're doing some sprints, yeah, that, and the quarter. Yeah, the hurdles uh, a little outside the norm. Outside from, the norm, from two yeah. Four, but yeah, I like that a lot. Yeah, so interesting yeah. guy now. And then shout out to Mason Smiths, a freshman new freshman national class record holder in the 800, 154.10, also ran 48 in the 400, that same meet. Uh, we'll be talking about him, I think, down the line. Uh, that was pretty cool. For for me, larger trend emerged uh, this week in the 60 meters. Mm -hmm. 18 girls found themselves within the top 50 performances in the country from this weekend. 24 boys found themselves inside the top 50 in the 60-meter dash. It's early. It's January. It's early, yeah. All of the times are going to start going down, but that's a big number. That is a huge number. That, on the boys' side, that's almost half of the top 50. That's insane. Put from themselves. From just a weekend. From a weekend. From yeah. a weekend. So, I, you know, what is that? Largely, I think, you know, we're getting better earlier on in track and field you know some of the small stuff like you know shoe technology the track surfaces are a little bit better but i think just the intensity and the stakes and the pressure i think is just feeding into all that too so five girls were uh, at 7.55 or faster that mark would have put you in the top 50 for the season last year wow uh six boys were faster than six eight three at six three eight three or faster that would put you in the top 50 last year so that's early on um it can only get better so that's scary to yeah. think about <laughs> scary trying to start out but that's yeah. what we saw uh, to start out let's see one thing that surprised us Dude, our girl Emily Bush. I'm a huge fan of Emily from Saratoga Springs out in New York. But I think what she did is super remarkable. She's coming off of a very strong cross-country season, competed at NXN. But this girl had a huge 3K win at the Ocean Breeze Freedom Games and ran a U.S. number two performance of 928.89. Despite the time, that was a 23-second improvement. You don't see that quite often. She debuted her season with a 9.57 in December versus what she did last year where she ran a 10.24. So what a remarkable start that Miss Bush is having. She ran a 9.51 at the Garden State Invitational last year. February, which was the second time in her career where she dipped under 10 minutes at that 3K distance. So the fact that we're already kicking off this 2024 indoor season with back-to-back -back sub 10 minutes at that distance, that just shows me that Emily Bush is strong, she's a competitor, and she's ready to get after it. Very impressive. I yeah. agree. Bryce Barkdale of uh, Andover Central in Kansas cleared 17 feet, 6.5 inches in the pole vault at Pittsburgh State this weekend. That's now a US one. It's his overall best in the pole vault by a quarter of an inch. But he started the year at 17 feet. Mm -hmm. um, and he's now got two clearances over that marker, which is really, really interesting because we only had one guy over 17 feet in January last year. His name was Maddox Ham. He was the last guy to clear 18 feet indoors. Mm -hmm. um, we're going to be looking at the pole vault a lot because yeah. it, it is an, a very tough event discipline to conquer at that highest level only four boys have cleared 18 feet in history as i said maddox ham was one of them mono plantis is another sandra gratorsum is another one and zachary bradford can bryce barkdale get up to 18 feet i think this is a really really good start for him 17 6 
gotta you know see where that goes from from here yeah and especially i know we talked about this all last year and even over the last several years how just the pole vault event itself for both the girls and the boys it's really starting to elevate like they're raising the bar pun intended here but like the fact that we're seeing such a rise in talent your eyes have to gravitate toward that pole vault because the kids are getting after it yeah all right let's go to the mile split 50 we unveiled our debut lists this past week and it was not so much a surprise on the girls' side. Deja Hodge, athlete of the year last year, started at number one. Mm -hmm. However, on the boys' side, we were kind of like, what? Where do we go? Uh, Lots of conversation. <laughs> yes. Lots of conversation, which, which is yes. great because that yes. just means there's so much talent across the board. Absolutely. And it, it's good to have a question mark, I think, sometimes. Yeah. Abdul Asai Savan started at one. Um, he earned it after winning a national title last year in the 60-meter hurdles. Question, though... Are those two athletes going to stay at number one for the remainder of the season? I think this is a really tough question because I feel like there's so many factors that play into how we break down the athlete of the year, right? Like, let's start from the beginning. It's not always about how you start. It's about how you finish. It's about the times, performances that you're doing, whether you're a jumper, thrower, whatever event you do, are you showing that progression? How are you when you line up against the best of the best? What marks are you putting out? What titles are you winning? How fast are you going? All of that plays into a factor. Now, if you look at the girls' side, especially with Adesia, right? Like, of course, athlete of the year, returning back. What she did last year was absolutely remarkable. Not to take away what Adesia did, because that was like a jaw-dropping season that she had, but there's other names that are also yeah. in this mix that I'm like, I can't count out Mia Brahe Pedersen and what she does this indoor season. Avery Lewis, this girl is a double threat in the sprints and also in the jumps. Then you also have Sadie Inglehart. I'm going to throw her into that mix too, what she does in the middle distance and distance side. Allison Enns, also in that mix. So it's not like there's one solo person that's like over controlling the whole entire, you know, mile split 50. Like there's a lot of great names that we're looking at. And so I feel like if we're to be like, this person is going to remain at number one, that's going to be hard. Like, I feel like, and especially with Adesia, not to add any more pressure, but how she ended last year was remarkable. So it's almost like you're sitting at the edge of your seat just seeing right. what is she going to do next? Like, she already went 22-33, has a national high school record, U18, U20, world best. What is she going to produce this year? Mm -hmm. And so I think there are a lot of eyes on especially on Adesia, just to see what she can produce. So it's almost like you set that bar so high, mm -hmm. how close can you get to it? Not saying she has to go like 22, 33 again, but how close are we going to get to that margin and how is she going to face the competition when she yeah. does line up against the best? So you're kind of on the fence. I'm on the fence, yeah. Okay, okay. I want to say uh, yeah. yes, but at the same time, there's just so yeah. many other names yeah. that it I could agree. happen anytime. Well, the one thing I, you know, I want to keep in mind when we jump into the season is that like the standard of last year shouldn't be the standard of what we right. start with. And exactly. Obviously, she did something that, you know, was seemingly impossible right. with the twenty-two-three, mm -hmm. and you know, it's not fair to say that that will get replicated in twenty right. twenty-four. Right. So, you know, even that being said, we have to set a new standard. And for me, I think Adesia Hodge does stay at one okay. because I, I think. You know, somebody has to knock her off the pedestal, but she's proven she can be there. You know, she's yeah. opening up the season at 300. I really like that option, you know, because you, you, you finished last year conquering the two. <laughs> you open up with the three. Yes. Yeah. Last year, the three was broken by, by Shanti, and now Adesia can come in here and possibly, you know, chase after it. Mm -hmm. I think that's a, that's a good uh, option there. I, I agree that there's a lot of girls uh, that can 
claim this athlete of the year honor at the end of the year it's going to take a full season to do it right um but but for me you know doing what she did last year somebody else has to prove otherwise right. for them to win and right now i'll have adasia at one um you want to talk briefly about the boys yes open book here do we th- see abdul Sai savan sort of taking this out and then kind of leading all the way through again i feel the same way i'm like another name that comes into mind is quincy wilson what is our sophomore guy gonna do this year but i feel i feel like with abdul Sai savan he's just the the guy of all trades he can i feel like can do it all like he's just a, an amazing hurdler has done extraordinary things i feel like kind of similar to what you just said it's going to take something really big for him to kind of get knocked off yeah however i feel like that next person that comes into line for me is quincy yeah. that could potentially be that person I did. I like the fact that Quincy lost off the bat. I mean, it, you know, you never like to lose yeah. in your first race, but it it kind of comes at you when you feel like you enter as the man to beat and you get beat right away. It it brings you back to earth a little bit, and I think that that grounds you. Yeah, that gives you a lot of perspective. So I think that will do him really, really well as he moves forward because he knows nothing is guaranteed right and the same thing with Jaden Marchand he lost the very next race he ran so you know you beat the you know the best guy and then you kind of have to come back you obviously you, you lost there too so you know track is, is a sport that's uh, of you know down to inches and margins and things like that right. so um I think that's what it'll be determined by in 2024 Jonathan Sims running oh three meets this year yeah Depending on how he does in those three mates, I think he has a conversation there for top runner of the year. Quincy obviously is in there, but he is a sophomore. Mm-hmm. Um, Christian Miller, not running indoor, so we can cancel him out. Uh, and then, I th- honestly, I think there's going to be a distance guy that we are not thinking about right now that's going to have a big moment, and mm. he actually could make an argument. Mm. Is there someone that comes into your mind right now? I know you said... I think I think it's a distance guy we're not thinking of right now. Okay. Yeah. Do you have that guy in your head or no? I, I won't say, but I'm saying it's a distance guy we're not thinking about right now. Oh, man. Question mark. Okay. Let's move on. <laughs> national record watch. You know, let's start a segment each week where we talk about a former national record, put it in perspective, and talk about whether we think it could be broken or not. Mm-hmm. We're going to start with the boys 1K. Robbie Andrews broke that mark back in 2009. He ran 2:22:28 ridiculous 14 years ago yes where do you see the 1k this year does it get broken okay and again this is coming from a a sprinter's perspective here like i'm just thinking all out right when you look at the last year's results like there are 11 times that the top one through 11 were all seniors like they're graduated they're gone starting with tonona matsatsa who went 225 to jake remmel who went 228 those guys are gone. The next top returner now is Cole Boone of Pulaski County out in Virginia, and he went 229. As a 1K, I pretty much feel like for a middle distance runner slash distance runner, that is almost like a sprint for them, give or take, right? Like you're coming down almost near that 800 meter mark. So for them, I feel like they're pretty much putting all effort. There's really, I don't want to say there's no strategy, but like they're pretty much just going as hard, as fast as they can for as long as they can. So with all that being said, I feel like it's going to be so tough to break that record because the error margin is so thin. Like if you're going and putting in so much energy already, Mm -hmm. 
we're asking these kids to go like at least seven seconds of improvement. I feel like that could be tough, um, but I feel like anything's possible. You know, I'm the optimistic one, but yeah. I, I just don't know if I see this record going down this year. Yeah, like realistically, I think it's all about timing. Yeah, really. Yeah. Um, when we contextualize the top marks from last year. Four of the five, or I think five of the six top performances all came in January. Mm -hmm. January is not when we're running our best. Right. Um, you know, we do have a meet like the VA Showcase where, you know, big marks tend to happen. Reinhardt right. Harrison uh, obviously ran really well in, yes. the, in the 1K just a couple of years back. Almost wow, made I remember a, that meet like an, it was yesterday. Almost made an effort on, on Andrews there. But, yeah. but largely, you know, national records tend to come in February and, and, and March. Right. Robbie's came on February 7th, 2009. He had a couple of races under him. He had run just the day before, so he his legs were fired up. They mm -hmm. were tuned in right as he as he made that that race. So I think it is all a matter of time, place, and season. And if I had to make a bet, I actually do like Virginia, an athlete in Virginia. We have a very good roster of, of boys athletes this year. Cole Boone is among them. We also have uh, Berkeley Nance, mm -hmm. who's just coming off a fourth place finish at Foot Locker Nationals. Virginia runs the 1K at the state championships in March. Yeah. So it really will require one of them to say, like, I'm going to go after it in the 1K. It's not just going to be about racing to win. It's going to be racing for time. Um, Virginia tracks are flat, though. Yes. So that, that also, you got to keep that in mind. But I, I think we can make a run at this time in February or in March. Okay. So they're calling it now February, March yes. potential. Yes. National out of Virginia. Out, out, of, of Virginia. out of Virginia. We're getting very specific now. Out of Virginia. Now. <laughs> out of Virginia. Yeah, that's that's my pick. All right. All right. Uh, large weekend on tap here. We have the Carl Lewis Invitational in Houston, the VA Showcase in Virginia, which we will both be at. Jimmy Carnes in, in, Jimmy Carnes in Florida, which is opening up Florida's festivities. Yale Track Class is a good one in Connecticut. NJSII Group State Relay Championships. Um, we're going to, before we get into the VA Showcase, let's talk briefly about Florida First big one in the Alachua County Sports Center. Who's one athlete you think will perform at an elite level? For me, the very first name that comes into mind is King Combest. And this guy is such a beast. We saw, we've had a handful of opportunities to see him compete last year as a freshman. He was the second fastest freshman last year by 10th of a second in the 55 meters where he ran 644 to be number eight all time in that event. But I think what's impressive is he went 690 at New Bounds National Indoors to be the runner-up in that 60-meter division for the freshman race. This year, he opens up with a 691, so he's pretty much right where he ended his yeah. season. Yeah. And he debuted last year with a 707, so we're already seeing just that slight, it's ever so slightly, but I'll take any tenth or a hundredth of a second I can in the sprint. So the fact that King has already done that is quite impressive. Yeah. So yeah. look out for King. I agree. <laughs> I, I, uh, I I slacked all you guys. I said he looks like a unit at yeah. this point. I mean, he looks like a built athlete at this point. Mm -hmm. um, shout out to Terrence Mahomes, that, who ran the freshman class record last year, yes. beating King. But um, I do think he's going to improve on the 6 9 one. Mm -hmm. I think he'll get possibly even into the 6 sevens this year. Yeah. And start to make that run, you know, into his father's legacy, yeah. which is six five seven. So um, Just the baby steps. Baby steps. Yeah. Interesting legacy there to, to keep, you know, an eye on. And, yeah, I agree. I'm going with Mariana Wright from Georgia. She was a little under the radar last year, was only a sophomore last year, but she won an outdoor national title in the 400-meter hurdles at, at Adidas. She ran 58.8, 8, 
really, really good time for a sophomore. Um, she ran 55.4 outright in the 400. So for her, really important year because I think she's got a ton of potential. Yeah. In the 400 meter hurdles, I mean, you know, running 58 as a sophomore, you would think her goal is let's make it down to 57. Right. That's as what a junior, you think. yeah. 57 gets you in that that U.S. Outdoor Championship for U20s at least. Yeah. Territory gets you potentially to World U20s. It is an Olympic year. Who it knows is. what's going to happen? Yeah. So big years start early in January. Marion Wright could use this as sort of a platform to, to jump to a higher level. So really going to see, be interested to see what she does yeah. as the season unfolds there. All right. VA Showcase. My favorite <laughs> meet to kick off the year. Yeah. I absolutely love the VA Showcase. Yeah. Awesome fun there in Virginia Beach. Begins on Friday, January 12th. Over 3,200 athletes are entered from across the U.S. and over 300 teams will also take uh, competition there. Nolan Jez, our Virginia editor and meet director of the meet, says this place is where national records happen. Yep. That is a fact at that, this point. That is a fact. Very there are fact. numerous national <laughs> records from the VA Showcase that are still in place. Seven total national records currently stand over the indoor season. Let's start with that. Which one's the most impressive that stands today? Man, I feel like for me, and I, I, I feel like I can't talk enough about this race, but just watching Shanti Jackson win, break the national record in that 300, it was just completely mind-blowing to watch in person last year. And I think for me, it was like, we knew she had it in her. Like the fact that the times that she was running as a junior, it was just like, it was a matter of time that it was going to happen. And especially at the VA Showcase, it's a one-time shot. Kind of reminds me of the Texas State meet. You line up, you get the job done, whatever happens, happens. And the fact that in her season debut, she went 36-63 to take that down. For me also, she took down a world record holder's mark. Like Sydney McLaughlin Laverne had that record. And I think that also speaks volumes into the potential future that Shanti Jackson has in the sprints. There have only been three girls that have broken 37 seconds in history at the high school level. You have Shanti, you have Sydney, but also you have Francina McCory. Francina McCory and Sydney are both world and Olympic medalists. So I'm just like, you're in that same caliber of where you were as a high schooler. And it's just a matter of Shanti. And now that she's at Arkansas, just staying healthy, continuing putting in the work. It's incredible to see what Shanti's potential could be in the next couple of years. So that's why I say Shanti Jackson's 300 is like the most impressive your, record yeah. for me. Great race. I'm going to say no to that. I though. know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Caitlin Tui's 5K. Uh, I was in the building with Brian Dybel yeah. in 2018 when this went down in Lynchburg. You know, this meet started in Lynchburg. Yeah. Golly. I mean, she was coming off an epic cross-country season. Yeah. She you know, ran the fastest ever time at NXN. She was absolutely unstoppable. And she goes into the A-Showcase you know, running a non-traditional event in the 5K and absolutely immediately dominates. Runs 1537. Uh, and I remember the stands, like, gushing. Like, there was, like, an ooh. Like, there was an ah and an ooh throughout the entire, <laughs> you know, arena as she was running because it was, like, this was history. This and it. and you, it, it wasn't like it was debatable. It was happening. Yeah. Um, so she broke the previous record by uh, 20... By 18 seconds, it had been set the year prior to 1555. But if you go back even the year before, it also had been broken. 
So she ran faster than that one by 31 seconds. And the reason why it's so impressive and it still stands with me today is because if you look at the boys' rankings in the 5K in 2018, she would have been U.S. number 33 on the boys' side. That's wild. Yes. For for a distance event. Wow. Distance events are usually stacked. Yeah. Um, you know, Shanti's is good. Uh, sprinting is a little harder, obviously. You know, the times are, are huger margins. But, you know, she wouldn't have have even been in the top 500 in the mm -hmm. boys. Um, so Caitlin Tui, I mean, I just, that'll stick with me just because what she's doing now too. Yeah. Um, just turned pro, won NCAA titles. I mean, she's she's the GOAT by, you know, many people's standards yeah. and girls' distance running. So. Yeah. Uh, great stuff there. Um, let's go to the two athletes everyone wants to see. It's Mia Brock Patterson and Adesha Hodge. They're mm -hmm. both entered, uh, you know, in the meet, 200 for Mia Bra. Adesia is in the 300. They're also in the 60. Are they? Yes. Together? Together. Okay. Yes. If you look up the entries, okay. they're both in there. So I was like, okay. this is exciting. I yeah. can't wait. Because I mean, that kind of changes things. Well, well I don't know if it changes things, but it's like, finally, we might potentially see this. Interesting. Well, what are I'm your, just, what are your like, thoughts there? What are your please thoughts don't there? scratch. No one scratch, no one false They start. are in the in the fields there. there I didn't are, know that. Yes. That might have been a late ad because I, I talked to Nolan before and he said they were not in the same races. Okay. So so maybe this is like... Interesting. Maybe this is... I don't know. But yeah, just going well, off what I said. Well, <laughs> go on. Go on. What, what are your what, thoughts? What are we talking about first? Let's... I, let's oh, gosh. Um... Let's start with the non-events that they're not okay. facing off each other. Okay, so let's talk about what. Okay, let's talk about Mia because it's 200, 300 for me. Yeah. Okay, I'm excited for this 200. Um, just knowing that I feel like Mia opened up in the 200 a little bit later. Um, and this is also Mia's first time at the VA showcase, so yeah. she's going to experience this energy. Um, and I especially because I feel like a lot of people know Mia. They're gonna be yeah. like, oh my gosh, Mia's here. So yeah. Mia's gonna put on a show in that 200 meters. So I'm looking forward to that just because also she's going to have to face individuals like Skylar Franklin, who just uh, is now at Mountford Academy, mm -hmm. Academy. Mm -hmm. Brianna Selby, who's, mm -hmm. you know, future teammate. future teammate, but also, yeah. you know, double national, um, winner in the 60 meters so and so far brianna selby has the fastest time in the 55 with a 694 so i think this race is going to be super interesting just to see how mia does especially this early in the season because i'm used to seeing her a little bit yeah. later yeah and more towards yeah. the west coast too yeah so i don't know i i'm just yeah i don't know what times to kind of expect i know i had a chance to see mia at nxn she was there i was like how's training been she's like it's been hard i'm like that's <laughs> that means everything is going the way it should be it's supposed to be hard in training that way when you come out and you compete it's supposed to be quote unquote easier you know because you're yeah. putting in the work to get to where you are so yeah. i think we're going to see something fast i don't know if we're going to see sub 23 but yeah. i think that's, that yeah. would be a fair place to kind of start the seasons yeah. right there in that margin. And Sydney Sutton's also in the 200 too. Yes. So that fills out the the entire um the track. I agree with you. I mean, I think it's good it's a really hard place to be in because of what all the girls did last year. The expectations have to change. Yeah. Um with your your first races uh, of the year. And you're dusting things off. Yeah. Like Yeah. Mia, the last time she ran was right. at what was it? Was it Pan it was a world. It was, was, was NACAC. It was NACAC. Okay. U23, so it's been the yeah. summer. This yeah. is your first race. The jitters are obviously right. going to be there. It's the VA showcase. And I'm sure, like, you just have to focus on a lot of the different things, like mechanically, yeah. getting out of the blocks, um, form, form, you know, you know, around just getting 
used to the track. Uh, yeah. Obviously, I think running the first time over the over the season, there's a lot of things you're going to be working out. You don't, you're not going to be your perfect form mm -hmm. the first time out. Right. But, like, the, the beauty of the VA Showcase is that, like, all that considered, you have a high-stakes situation. You have the most competition you you might face on the season, you know, debatable because of nationals. But it's a big race. Right. And it, it, that will elicit fast times on its own. Right. Um, so... You know, balancing those two things, I don't think it's impossible to have a great performance. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know. I mean, it's Mia. <laughs> I know. That's what I'm saying. I'm like. It's Mia. Like, I, I, you know, I could very well see a sub 23. I'm not going to expect it. I could see it, though. You can see it. Okay. I can yeah. see it, too. Like, I don't know if I'll be surprised because yeah. it's Mia. But, like, in my head, I think yeah. I'm just trying to be a little bit conservative and be like, yeah, yeah like, low 23. Yeah. I can see happening. Okay, Deja, then. Oh, I like first, this. First race of the season for her. I like this pick. Okay. I like her in that 300. I feel like it's going to test her strength. We, I feel like she's already strong. I've been watching Coach Gerald's stories. I'm seeing what she's doing in the weight room. She She's looking strong right now. And I think with her gaining that strength, it's going to help her so much in that 200 meters and down. I like this pick for her. And again, she's going to be facing athletes like Elise Cooper, who's been running extraordinary well. Uh, she went 38-44 in December, and she's already set a new personal best in the 400 with the 55-16 just a week later. And she's also new U.S. number one currently right now with the 23-57. She's also going to have Sydney Sutton, who went 38-19 at the end of December, which is currently U.S. number one. So again, she's going to have a really strong field to push her, mm -hmm. but I really like Adesia in this 300. Okay, so I was wrong about Sutton. Yeah, she's in the 300. You're right. It's okay. Okay. I um, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. Uh, first race of the season, um, I am a bit curious as to how she'll race. Yeah. You know, Shanti at least had a 400 under her belt in December last year, yeah. which I think gave her a little bit more confidence and a little bit, you know, you know fine-tuning heading into the race. I'm, You know, Montverde, they're, they're training, year, you know, year-round you know, all things considered. So it's not like she's going to go in there cold. But uh, to think sub 37 at this point, um, I'm also kind of wondering, you know, will it happen? Mm. So I can, hmm. I can see it. Again, I would not be surprised if she did go 37. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. Be like, 36, yeah. you mean? 36? No. Well, I'd be surprised. Like I said, only yeah. three girls have done it. So have gone sub 37. I can see... Again, and I'm not there practice like watching Adesia and like seeing the times that she's hitting, but I would not be surprised if Adesia hit 37 something. I, I'm not surprised at 37 either. I'm saying 36. 36? Yeah. You're saying 36. Yeah, yeah. I'm Ooh, saying man, that's a whole, that's a whole of, that's a whole new, that's a tier. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like I said, only three have done it. Well, no one's done 22-3, and she's the only one ever very... to do that. So it's like, wait, don't <laughs> think also... that she's not capable because I she know, did something that, that was, was unthinkable. that was March. That was March. Yeah, but, like, it's it's her. She she did that. I know. That, that was it's, her. I might, I don't know. I might lose it if I see another 36 back-to-back <laughs> two years. I don't, know if, I don't know if I can handle that. Well, I think that I, is, that's, I that's think, a whole other thing. I think we have you on the mic for that, so just get ready. <laughs> get ready um, for me screaming in your ear. 60. Let's talk about the 60. Oh, man. Okay. I'll let you start. Uh, So, two heats before we get into the finals. I would have my money, honestly, on, on Selby. Um, Selby mm. won two titles last year. She just opened up with a really good race. Seven 
4.7, I think, in the 60, obviously the, the 55 U.S. number one. Um, this is her territory. She's from uh, Virginia Beach area. Uh, th this is her, her, her region. So I almost want to hand it to her because she is the queen. Like, she owns the crown. Mm -hmm. So you got to beat her on her own home home turf. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and Mia, the one thing with the 60, obviously, is she's, you know, I think in a 60 meter, sometimes it takes her a bit to build up that that top speed yeah um and blocks is is a thing that i think she's always kind of worked through with with races like this so mm -hmm. that's one thing how does she fare oh man I, w I would go with selby you're going with selby yes okay i'm I'm also looking at like last year's results and micaiah holland won that with a 721 and deja was second with a 724 i just feel i guess mm, where my brain is spinning right now is I wonder what Adeja's focus is going to be, right? Like, is she going to be wanting to just focus on the 60? Is that where the energy is going to be put into? And the 300s mm -hmm. just like, mm -hmm. hey, I'm here running it because I know I have a long season because mm -hmm. we already know Adeja is going to, you know, strive to make this Olympic team. It's an Olympic year. Mm -hmm. So, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like Hodge is probably... Your pick? My pick. I just know she has a lot of power right now. She also has that strength. But Selby, that's a good pick, too, because she has... She's right there. And she has that underneath her belt already. Yeah. Yeah, she finished eighth in this race last year, but I, you know... Yeah, she's I, a, I, she's I feel a, like I have to watch the race to see, like, a, if something actually she's happened. She's a different athlete yes. at this point. Oh, absolutely. This um, is... Yeah. I'm, sure. I feel like I have to watch the race to see, like, what exactly happened with Brianna Selby last year, because... For her to win Adidas and New Balance last year in the in that short time frame too, yeah. she did it back to back weekends. It's just yeah. remarkable, and she just continued to excel a little bit more. I don't know. I feel like Hodge is my That's pick, your pick for okay. the sixty. Okay. I love Mia. I love Mia, but I feel like Hodge right now. All right, is strong. Let's go to one last segment before we end the show. Which boys athlete do we think will walk away with the most impressive performance this weekend and why? Oh, my guy, Drew Dillard. Love Drew this Dillard, kid. Okay. I love this kid from Archbishop Carroll in D.C. I feel like Drew has been one of those athletes that has been, like, always there. Mm -hmm. And what I'm curious about him was when it comes to the long jump, he was third at Milrose Games and at New Bounce National Indoors in that event, and he set a personal best of 23.625 in new york city this year he's one of the top returners in the field and typically we see him at the va showcase i like went through his profile he hasn't done the long jump in virginia beach he's done the sprints he's been a part of the relays so i feel like now he might be starting to like put more energy and kind of more focus into fine-tuning some things when it comes to that long jump because he has an opportunity to grab some gold medals along the way this year so i'm excited to see what he puts out there in the long jump and how he contributes this weekend in the relays, which I'm assuming Archbishop Carroll yeah. is going to have some relays. They're in the mix. They're in the mix, you know? Four by two. Four by two. Did yeah. they set a national record at Adidas? No, they were close. They, they were, were like, like point something It was off. like 300. Okay. okay. I remember being yeah. there and like the scoreboard froze on it. Like they broke it That's and right. then it like reset. That's right. Okay. Heart was broken, but it was okay. still such a great race to okay. see them all come together like that. All right. Fair enough. I'm going to go with my guy. Berkeley Nance again from <laughs> Mills Godwin. He's running in the 3200. Um, I think there's a real chance for this field of boys to get under nine minutes 
it will really take a, a, a very measured approach and and obviously to to wind up toward the end and really go at it after over the final 1600 meters you know they're not going to touch a national record anything like that uh but you know in in january I, I think they can go after you know a sub nine only nine boys in january have gone um under nine you know it you know in history and i think you know we have a 904 seed i think here i think berkeley nance you know his times don't represent where he's at right now i would put him potentially just as the the top seed here in my mm -hmm. in my eyes coming off cross country um 46 boys have broken nine all time indoors so i think we're going to get quite a bit more in 2024 and i think va showcase is a really good uh pedestal to sort of make your mark and make a statement yes. and put it all out there going for berkeley for the 1k national record so let's see if he can win the, <laughs> the 3200 i love here. that gosh i'm so yeah. excited for this weekend this yeah. is like i said to kick off this segment this is one of my favorite races in january but also the one i look forward to because you see so much talented individuals from all over the country yeah. really face off and really just kick off the year strong yeah. as we should so it's gonna be a great one huge meet if you see us make sure to Please say, say hello hi. Yeah. yes <laughs> And we will see you there at Virginia Beach. Thank you so much for watching the latest episode of Online, our first in 2024. Many more to come. Talk to you later.